Hey mama, the big birthday is coming up fast and I'm sure you are starting to freak out of all the new things that are about to change in your life and also just kind of wondering how the delivery day is going to unfold. I know even three kids in every time is a what's going to happen this time kind of situation. But I also know that with my last two deliveries, knowing what I know now, I had such a game changing experience from my first one. And it was all because of the knowledge that I learned in PT school. And it did. It totally changed my last two deliveries, much shorter birthing times I had no tearing and I had such a quicker recovery. So it was this moment of, oh my gosh, I need to tell everyone else all of this information so that they can go into birth feeling like they did everything that they could for that optimal experience. Because with my first, I wish I knew all of this. I do. And it was just so helpful with my last two. So I hope it's as helpful for you. I'm covering five tips that you can do to start preparing for that big birthday. So stay tuned, check it out. And if you do find it useful, please share it with other moms that are expecting or plan to be expecting. I know it will help other women and it just really helps me out. And if you could also please leave me a five-star review, scroll down my podcast page so this can be seen for other women. Again, this is such a knowledge that I think everyone should know. And for some reason, it is not standard of care yet. But with your help, we can make it that way. So share, review, whatever you can to help me spread this knowledge so that everyone can have that gift and awareness of what they can do to optimize their birthing experience. I hope you enjoy it. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Desiree Cassell. I'm an orthopedic and pelvic floor physical therapist specializing in women's health, aka pelvic floor. I'm a wife, mom of three, foodie, lover of all things movement in nature, and I'm super passionate about educating, empowering, and supporting other women like you to find and maintain balance throughout all aspects of their lives without pain, pressure, or peeing their pants. And this is the Balance Momtality Podcast, where we will talk about all things pelvic floor, your core, and optimizing your pregnancy, birth, and postpartum recovery providing you with the knowledge and tools so that you can feel like the strong, playful, and happy mom that you and your family deserve. Now let's get you out of those pads and back to loving movement. Fill up your water, pop in those AirPods, roll out your mat, and let's connect. Before we start today's episode, just a quick disclaimer that anything mentioned in this podcast is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical conditions. If you have any questions or concerns about your healthcare needs, please seek the care of your medical provider. This is also a safe space where we will be talking about very sensitive but important topics such as issues with peeing and pooping, relationships, and even sex. So if you have littles around, probably a good idea to pop those AirPods in. But otherwise, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey friend, so glad you are here today checking out the podcast. I'm Dr. Desiree Cassell, if you didn't already know, and I am a pelvic floor physical therapist. I specialize in women's health. I specifically love the prenatal and postpartum population. It is my jam. I have three kids of my own. I had my first when I was only 20 and I knew none of the knowledge that I know now. And my second and third I had um, in the last six 
to three years. And I had such a game changing experience with those last two pregnancies because of the knowledge that I know now. And that's really what kind of sparked that passion for me starting in that pelvic world women's health journey because yeah, I never thought I'd be a vagina doctor, guys, but here I am and I love it. And I just want everybody to know how amazing it is. So when it comes to pregnancy and specifically, you know, delivery and birth and pushing out that human that you just grew for months and months and months, you know, we do all this stuff throughout our pregnancy, trying to stay active and healthy and stay strong and make sure we're being safe and all of that. But the big marathon that you are training for in that last final push, that last sprint is birth, right? It is that delivery day. And we want to make sure that not only were you able to stay active and strong and comfortable and pee leak free and pressure free and pain free and all of those things throughout pregnancy. But we also really want to make sure that we are doing what we can to prepare for birth itself. So today I am diving into five tips that I think are huge for doing just that and readying your body, readying your mind, readying your tissues and all of the things so that you can have the most optimal birthing experience possible. Because, you know, let's face it, birth rarely ever goes how we planned, how we expected. And so that is not what this is about. We're not trying to do these things to plan and make a certain um, outcome happen. However, we are trying to do the best we can to put our body and our mind and our baby in the best chance possible for our most ideal birthing scenario, being open-minded that most likely things will change and not go exactly as planned, but there are definitely things that we can do proactively to make sure that we are doing everything we can to hopefully get that most optimal birthing experience that you so deserve after all the aches and pains and all that growing and exhaustion with pregnancy, it is time to meet that baby. And so let's make sure that you can do it as safely and effectively and comfortably as possible. And so when it comes down to it, these are really the biggest things that changed my birthing experience. And I'm sure I will have a lot more episodes on different specific aspects of this episode. But today, we are just diving in to those five big things. And so number one is the obvious one, right? We need to prepare your tissues, we need to make sure that that pelvic floor and the perineal body that space between the vagina and rectum, which is where all of the pelvic floor muscles attach and not only the pelvic floor muscles, sorry, clarification, they do not attach there, but they all do bind together there with a fascial connection. So it's not attaching to any bone, but it is where all of those pelvic floor muscles um, meet and there's a lot of fascial and connective tissue connections there as well. And so you can imagine if you have a very stiff perineal space or a very narrow introitus or vaginal opening that this would limit 
baby from coming through. And we do, we want to do whatever we can to make sure that those muscles and the tissue can expand. And this is obviously going to increase your chances of a vaginal birth. If things are tight, which are going to limit baby from coming through, this is where baby can get stuck. This is where, you know, um, you can end up with a lot of tearing as well. So the perineal massage and the tissue work is so crucial for making sure that we're reducing your risk of tearing and reducing your risk of other interventions um, and trying to get that vaginal delivery. And so what that looks like is, you know, again, perineal massage, which I'll probably again do another episode on. You can also obviously YouTube or Google a bunch of different videos for this. And there is a lot of mixed um, research out there on the perineal massage. You know, the reality is, guys, we are never going to Even if you start, you know, way early on in pregnancy, you're never going to stretch your tissues to the point that the baby is. That's just not going to happen. However, what I feel like the most beneficial um, use of that perineal massage is, is that yes, we are reducing and and resolving a lot of tightness, right? A lot of tightness in muscles, a lot of tightness in the fascia, probably some trigger points that are holding on. Even if there's some old scar tissue, that could be huge. We really want to make sure the scar tissue is mobile. But the biggest reason is because this frequent exposure of the tissues to a certain stretch, especially if it's kind of borderlining that uncomfortable space, right? Like we're pushing the boundary to where things are a little uncomfortable, all within a space of and an intensity that is um, calming and comfortable that we can really breathe into and relax into. And what this does, and this is why that perineal massage and the tissue work is so crucial. This helps the brain learn that, oh, okay, this intense sensation down there doesn't mean I'm going to (laughs) die. Because when you're in delivery, I don't want to scare any of you, but if you have not prepared those tissues, when you get that deep pressure, your body goes into protective mode. And when the body goes into protective mode, things tighten up. So the biggest thing we can do is really make our body feel safe and our brain feel safe under those circumstances so that when even when we're in the moment and in the heat of it and in the thick of it and things are really, really painful, we can still calm our system and make it feel safe so that we can relax those tissues and you're not going to get that as much of a protective guarding tightening response. So again, preparing those tissues, this looks like perineal massage or tissue desensitization, um, it can be so, so helpful. And with that, and talking about the tissues, we don't want to forget about the pelvic floor muscle itself and having that awareness of what it does feel like to be able to contract it. And most importantly, obviously for birth, relax it and fully lengthen it and turn it off. So that awareness and that connection to that pelvic floor muscle going into birth is crucial. So part of preparing the tissues is also preparing that pelvic floor muscle for birth 
that delivery. And number two is talking more about the structural alignment of our skeleton and more of that pelvic girdle. And we really want to um, and can assist that pelvic girdle in opening and making sure that it has the mobility it needs and it's not limited because of, again, joint tightness and restriction or fascial soft tissue muscle restriction. So there's a lot of exercises and soft tissue work and mobility moves that we can do to really help open up that pelvic girdle and specifically, you know, the inlet and outlet of the pelvis so that we can help baby descend and drop down into the pelvic girdle and also help baby come through that pelvic outlet easily and making space for baby. So preparing that pelvic girdle can be huge and this also can really help with managing the aches and pains as that's happening because obviously as you get close to delivery a lot of us feel those that pressure in the pelvis they're shifting in the pelvis because it is already opening and trying to make room for baby but there's a lot of things that we can do to help kind of assist that process and just help it along the way and avoid those aches and pains so preparing that pelvic girdle again is very very important for that optimal birthing experience and helping baby descend into the birth canal and through the birth canal and avoiding baby getting stuck um, in the process. So uh, the next thing that we really want to touch on and prepare before that big day is our breath. Obviously, I had to talk about the breath. We really need to practice that breath work for pushing and for delivery and pain management. And this is something that I think even with my first one, I was aware of, right? Like you think of like practicing your pushing breath and we think of that like, I'm like, you know, I don't know, you see the video, the movies of people giving birth and um and it's a lot of that you know breathing and you think Lamaze and okay I gotta practice this breath work but I didn't quite know what that breath work was supposed to look like and really if I was even doing it correctly I thought I was but um after you know learning what I know now I definitely realize I did not really know what I was doing and what the whole point of it was. And so making sure you fully understand why that breath is so important. And, you know, again, if you've been listening to me for a little bit, you've hopefully understand that connection between the breath and the pelvic floor. And if not, please go back and listen to that episode about breath work. I have a few in there. um, And it is so vital to really understanding that connection. But again, if we use that breath, we can have that connection to the pelvic floor to relax and open it. And aside from that, especially when it comes to pushing, we are able to use our breath to help push baby out without it being this, you know, what we call purple pushing or valsalva pushing. Or, you know, if you picture someone really straining to have a bowel movement and just closing their mouth and like, hmm, like, bearing down, giving it all they got. We want to avoid that type of pushing as much as possible because that does just put so much pressure on top of a system that is already getting so much pressure down on it. So it increases your risk of prolapse and tearing and hemorrhoids and all these things that we really want to avoid. 
right? And if we can learn how to use that breath in an optimal way before birth, we can be able to use that breath to help push baby out. And again, avoiding that purple pushing. And our breath can also really help with pain management, which is why using the breath and why practicing the breath is so important. Because yeah, you could just show up, kind of learn how to do it, not practice it and show up on delivery day and give it a go. And you might be able to push baby out a little better. But one of the big, big things that breathing can do for us is help with pain management. Because of that connection with the diaphragm into the parasympathetic nervous system, which is again that side of the nervous system that calms the body and helps the nervous system feel safe in that rest, digest, healing space, as opposed to when we're in pain and we start breathing super shallow and kind of like, you know, that is going to trigger us more into a sympathetic state where where our body is in stress and now it's going to actually tighten our muscles and it's going to put cortisol through our body, making things worse. And it is a vicious cycle. And so if we can practice this breath work, especially if we're combining this breath work during the tissue work, during the pelvic mobility work, but especially the soft tissue work, the desensitization, where we're kind of pushing those comfort boundaries, things are a little, you know, even kind of painful, but we're able to relax into it. If we are combining that breath with these uncomfortable sensations, it is helping that connection with the brain to feel safe. Like it can calm and relax and actually lengthen into that tension and into that pressure instead of tightening against it. So if we practice that frequently throughout pregnancy, then you go into delivery and your nervous system doesn't feel so shocked by everything. And it's like, okay, this breath is helping me trigger back into that safer side and I'm okay. So again, breath work is huge and it just helps with so many things um, with delivery itself. So if you're unsure how to do any of the breath work and obviously any of this, please reach out. Um, I would love to help you understand this and get you ready for meeting your little babe. Um, so the next tip that I have, you know, these were really more about preparing our body, right? We're working on the tissues, we're working on our pelvic girdle and our skeletal alignment, we're working with our breathing, trying to make sure everything's working together. But the one of the big things that people really don't think about is preparing the mind. And really, this is where I have uh, my whole body, very holistic approach to, to women's health, but specifically um, with pregnancy and birth and postpartum and all of that, because we need, we cannot forget about the mental piece of this. It is so crucial because again, if we feel like we are in a state of fear and survival and we are scared, which for very good reason, right? Like I've had three kids and all three of them going in, it was like, like you, it's kind of scary. You don't really know what's going to happen. And especially, you know, it's scary if it's your first time because you have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. And it's almost scarier <laughs> if it's your second and third, at least for me with my second, I was like, oh, I kind of know what this is going to be like, which is terrifying. However, you know, again, my second and third were night and day. And if I had had that as my first experience, I don't think I would have been nearly as afraid going into pregnancy again or into delivery again 
again. Um, so just really preparing your mind for what is coming. And that's where that practice and putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and even like hypno birthing, there's lots of great YouTube and podcast channels for this, um, and other great instructors that do guided hypno birthing. But even, you know, I just YouTubed some hypno birthing for my last couple and it was super, super helpful. But also again, thinking about, um, when you are working through your tissue work, through your pelvic mobility work and that breath work, really creating an environment that makes you feel safe and calm and using things in that environment that you can then take with you, whether it's to the hospital or a birthing center, or maybe you're having a home birth and you can just kind of start bringing in and setting up that environment for yourself and practicing there at home. But if you're not, this is where we can really utilize some of those outside things in our environment to help trigger our nervous system into a safe place. So this can be smells. So having like candle or aromatherapy, or um, this can also be, you know, obviously music is a big one people think of and making like a playlist so that you have something that you can listen to, to kind of check out and tune out when you're going through those contractions and just kind of finding your happy place. Music can be huge and it doesn't have to be some like very relaxing, tranquil music either like it can be your happy music I listened to um, one of my favorite hip-hop artists Kyle during a lot of my um, contractions with my last one um, because I just felt it brought me into my kind of like happy positive place and so um, just whatever helps you kind of get into that happy zone um, can be so helpful again even things like um, I have patients who use um, soft stones to kind of rub as a way to regulate their system and calm their system um, and just bring some of these things into the hospital with you so you it can be external triggers to your nervous system to feel calm and safe so it's super important again in order for that to happen you can't necessarily just not use any of that and then bring it to delivery and hope it's going to work. Some of it might because you've had a long history with it being a happy trigger for you, like music or something like that. But what makes this so beneficial is practicing all of this together. You're creating an environment. You are practicing the breath work. You're practicing the tissue work. You're practicing the pelvic mobility and all of this in this environment with these different stimuli and the, you know, the lighting, the pillows, the blankets, there's so many things that you can do to help create that tranquil, happy space for you. And again, really preparing the mind. And one of my biggest favorite um, mindset shifts when it comes to delivery specifically is trying to be aware of that tension and remembering that pain does cause tension in the body. It's a protective response, which is why even postpartum, we see a lot of tight pelvic floors. We think, oh, after vaginal birth, everything's super weak and stretched out. When in reality, things are usually actually really tight, still weak, but pretty tight um, because it's a protective response. The body's like, whoa, I just got so stretched out. I need to tighten up. And so um, when we are working with 
those different aspects, we need to make sure that we are thinking mentally and aware of that tension and that pain so that we can um, counteract and kind of disrupt that cycle by being as loose as we can. And not only being as loose as we can and having that awareness of if tension is there, but also trying to view that input, that stimulus, that contraction or pain as not painful, but I like to think of an energetic surge that is helping you help bring baby to you earth side. So we are welcoming those contractions. Every contraction is helping bring baby closer to you. And if we can welcome those feelings and work with it in our body, it's going to help that process go so much smoother than being afraid of that contraction and having that, oh no, here it comes again. And then you feel yourself tighten and you're just trying to like, oh my God, get through it. And yeah, I'm not going to lie, right? Like it's uncomfortable, but if we can just work with our brain and I did, I felt so silly going into my second, um, especially because I was like, okay, I'm going to try and be like a limp noodle, which I just thought was hilarious because I had already done delivery. I'm like, who can actually do that? And okay, I'm going to not think of the contractions as pain. I'm going to try and think of it as this energy helping me. And again, I was like, okay, yeah, but seriously though. But oh my gosh, it worked wonders because yeah, I still felt pain guys, but because of that mental state and how I was working with that input, I was able to have such a quicker delivery, such quicker pushing times, no tearing. Everything was so smooth with both of those last two. And I even got induced with my third one. So it's just so powerful if we can get our mind and our body on the same page and just practicing all of this as much as we can. I really encourage people, obviously, in that third trimester to start some of this. But especially once you get to that like 34, 36 week mark, we really need to be practicing all of this as regularly as we can so that we are working more with the brain. Remember, even if it's physically on the soft tissue and we are working, stretching that perineum and we're like physically on the muscle, we are actually still working mostly with the brain, trying to help the brain feel safe with that stretch and safe with that pressure. And so when it comes to the brain, the brain really needs that repetition and frequency of input so that it can actually learn that and feel safe there. If you're just doing it every so often, once a week, every other week, it's just like, oh, here's that thing again. We're just going to move on after this and not really learn that it's safe with all of that input. So my last tip for you guys is go see a pelvic floor PT. It does not have to be me, but I am obviously here for you. Having all this knowledge has been such a game changer for me, and I have enjoyed helping women have that optimal birthing experience, reduce their risk of tearing, reduce their risk of C-section, reduce their risk of vacuums or episiotomies. You know, we really, really can have that experience that we so hope for. And things always happen, right? Like we have so much out of our control with this, but this is something that we can at least have in our control and do our best at going into that scenario. And yeah, if things happen, baby's shoulder gets stuck in the birth canal, like don't start freaking out that you didn't do enough relaxation work. Like, no, that's not what this is for. But I do want to give you that empowerment 
with these tools so that you have some pieces that you can know that you are taking care of going into delivery day because it is this is the marathon that you have been training for and so we really want to do everything we can to optimize that experience so that baby can come to you sooner and quicker and smoother and again if you would like to work with me and help get some more birth prep and individual one-on-one routines so that you can do that tissue mobility and pelvic mobility work. And we are working on that breath and all of the good things, all of the mindset shifts, we cover it all. So reach out to me, send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, send me an email, my email's linked below, but also come over to my free Facebook group, the Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. It is private and it is free. So you can post and share and ask questions and even just try and ask more tips on this like I am here for you. It is another resource there for you. So I'm going to let you guys go. I'm trying not to make these drag out as long as I have been, um, but I promise I have a lot more juicy stuff for you in the weeks to come. So stay tuned. And I hope that you found a lot of inspiration and tips inside this episode as you prepare to meet your little bundle of joy. Well, that's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day. I know you've got so many other important things going on, but I hope it was helpful and you leave here with some tools to help you in your healing journey. And I just want to ask you if you have found this helpful to please leave a review on iTunes. Scroll down to the bottom of my podcast page and leave that five-star review so it can help other women see this information. And also, if you want to be a part of my community of amazing women trying to balance all the things, great tips and insight and sharing stories and just motivating each other along the way, feel free to join my Facebook group, The Balanced Mentality Wellness and Support. I hope to see you here next time on The Balanced Mentality Podcast.